911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And for today's episode, I wanted to bring in another Facebook Live that we did inside of our Police, Fire, Military, and Families Facebook group with this incredible man named Donnie from Texas. He is what I would consider a serial entrepreneur. And what he shared with us with being able to balance our full-time jobs with any type of side job that we might want to potentially turn into a full-time income. He shares all of the different ways on how we can do that and make it a reality ourselves. So stay tuned. I'm telling you. (laughs) Good morning, police, fire, military, and families. And welcome. It is Valentine's Day, and we're spending it with the three of us this morning. (laughs) And hey, I don't mind it. Right. We right. are sitting in front of our new friend, Mr. Donnie Boyden. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Close. It's bovine. That. It's bovine, but nobody ever gets it right. So it's fine. It's fine. A little bit fancy. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. a little bit fancy. Not really. I'm country, but, you know, we try and be fancy. You're country bougie. Right. Right. We never went camping. We went glamping. There was a complete difference. Totally a diva. But right. anyways, getting to, getting back to the interview. <laughs> oh, I'll derail it as often as I can. <laughs> You're a man after my own heart. <laughs> Will you two stop? <laughs> so, Donnie, can you just start off by sharing with us a little bit about your background? Sure, sure. Uh, former United States Marine was in from 95 99, went straight in right out of high school uh, and got out as quick as I possibly could. Um, you know, I was a, a four and out guy. Um, after that, jumped into straight commissions sales and I spent the next 20 years uh, literally straight commission. And, uh, you know, I sold franchises, I sold commercial printing and then the last seven years before I jumped out of my own, uh, I became one of the top sales trainers in the company or in the country uh, with a company called Sandler Training. And so I was training, you know, uh, all the way up to Fortune 500s, you know, how to develop and manage their sales teams and sales forces. Uh, I was in a position where I became partner in a company and was going to be buying out the company, seven figure deal over five year contract. And me and my at the time business partner went out to dinner. And we were just celebrating a, a badass year, awesome life. And uh, during that dinner, he looked at me and said words that just completely changed the trajectory of my life forever. And what he said to me is like, he said, Donnie, thank God you're my retirement plan. Mm-hmm. And when he said it, I, I always keep replaying that through my head. I really was positive that I said things like, you know, I'm so honored to do that. We built a huge thing here. It was so awesome. But as I was driving home, it kept running through my head, running through my head, running through. And I couldn't figure out why it bothered me until I went, oh, fuck. I am literally somebody else's retirement plan. I am literally making other people wealthy. And I've spent my entire life doing it. And 15 days later from that moment, I walked away from it all. I walked away from the partnership, the company, the training, the sales, the money, all of it to start my business. Longer story, even short, I ran my business straight into the damn ground because I had no freaking clue what I was doing, found podcasting, 
podcasting saved my business, fixed everything. Uh, three months in, we hit top 200 uh, on iTunes. Five months in, I hit top 200 overall uh, on iTunes, and it continues to be one of the top podcasts in the world. We launched a Facebook group. Facebook group exploded because of that. We launched a magazine. Now we've launched a conference, and my business is now helping small business owners grow and scale, get out of their own fucking way so they can go find this business freedom that they're after. So there's a 50,000-foot view of my story and how the hell we got here. That's exciting, and, and that's quite a journey of evolution, really. And in your in your pre-question um, responses, you said that you can talk about how to show people how they must have the willingness to risk it all mm -hmm. in order for them to truly discover who they are. So can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. So prior to me jumping out on my own, my wife and I had bought our dream house, our dream farm. Um, the She wanted a Victorian house on land. I just wanted a good chunk of land. Um, and we happened to find both. We found a three-story Victorian house on some great piece of property with a creek that ran down the side of it. Um, and all the people saying, good morning, good morning, back to you. Um, and uh, I built a second house on the property for my mother-in-law, actually my in-laws at the time before my father-in-law passed away. He was a tunnel rat in Nam. Um, and, you know, we were living what some people would call the life. I mean, we had great vehicles, great cash flow with money coming in from all the jobs. And when I had that conversation with my business partner, you know, uh, I had realized that up until that point in my life, I had never really bet on me. I always took what was in front of me. So I went to the Marine Corps because that was just the next thing to do. My brother went in the Marine Corps, so it made sense. I got out of the Marine Corps. My best friend and his dad ran an HVAC company. I did that because it made sense. Um, I was recruited out of that to go to St. Louis to sell franchises. I did that because it was in front of me. It just made sense. I came back and, you know, bartended because all my friends were bartending. So I did that. It made sense. I went commercial printing because it was in front of me. And it wasn't until I launched my own business that I realized that through that entire journey, I had never chosen my own path. I always took what was in front of me. I always did just kind of the next thing without ever thinking, where the hell am I going? What am I doing? What am I trying to create? Who the hell am I? And it wasn't until six months into running my business, I had to look at my wife and go, babe, I'm sorry, but we're going to lose everything. I had run my company so hard into the ground and we were three months behind on mortgage. Um, her car, her Jeep was getting ready to get repoed. Um, I couldn't make the freaking bills because I had no idea how to be a business owner. And God, and, and so it wasn't going to mean we were just going to lose a farm. My mother-in-law was going to lose her house as well because it was on my property. And, and, you know, so here I was in a situation where I'm, you know, days away from losing everything. And my wife looked at me and said, you better get off your fucking ass and go sell something. And so I started fighting. Um, and that was the first turning point. Um, and it was in that moment when my back's against the wall, whole world's on my shoulders, that I finally met me. And I finally started figuring out, what am I made of? What are my strengths? What am I really doing? Right? How am I impacting and changing others' lives? And I think until people are willing to, in my case, literally bet the damn farm, they're never going to beat themselves because they're never going to put themselves or push themselves hard enough to, to 
get through the, all their own personal bullshit mm -hmm. and discover and meet themselves. And so for me is if you're not willing to risk it all, you're never going to meet yourself. You're never going to find out what you're truly made of. You're never going to find out, you know, what makes you tick. And you're not going to figure out what the hell you put on this damn earth to do, you know, and, and that's it for me. I mean, that's that magic combination that allows you to freaking, you know, level up your own game and, and I believe give you an opportunity to go inspire and change lives through your story, your journey, and help other people find them badass in themselves. I hope that makes yeah. sense. It does. And, and I appreciate you sharing that and getting vulnerable. Oh, and yeah. it, the, the question that comes to mind for me, Donnie, is we have a lot of people who are listening to this in the group and on the Tactical Living podcast who are secure in their careers. They're first responders, military service members. So what advice would you give to them if they're in that stable career but might be feeling that way still? Um, jump. And, and what I mean by that is don't do it the way I did. I, nobody should walk away from it all at one point and go straight into running a business because it's going to take you 18 months, two years to figure shit out. It just takes time um, because the, the biggest hurdle is is changing from an employee mindset, being military, police, fire, all of this. We've spent our entire lives having somebody else tell us what the fuck to do. Yeah, we all try and say we're independent as hell and, you know, we do our own thing. Fuck you. Be there at zero eight and you're there at zero eight. Right. You know, and so so everything we're we're, we're programmed to do what we're told. So so when you become a business owner, there is nobody. There's nobody to tell you what to do. So you have to completely re retrain yourself to start thinking for yourself and start evolving into you know, in first responders, military, we're taught to get shit done at all costs. There's no excuses. You're told to do this. Go get it done. When you're running a business, we try and take that same mentality in there. But we're the person trying to get it all done. And if you're the person in your business trying to get it all done, you're going to run your business straight into the fucking ground because it requires a team to get around you, finding people who are badasses in what they do and leveraging them and their skill sets to get you, you know, to where you want to go. So first, if they're in that spot where they're thinking about, man, there's got to be something more to life than not making jack shit, being in the military, police, fire, everything else, because none of us made any fucking money when we were serving others and protecting lives, which has always been ass backwards. But you know, I would tell you start some sort of side business. I hate the word hustle. I don't like using it, but start some sort of side business until it gets to the point of, of replacing your current income, stack some extra cash away and then jump and, and go do it. I mean, a friend of mine, Stacy McGovern, she runs a company called point blank safety services. She was a, a sales rep for uh, cell phones and and her husband was a cop and her you know her husband was working you know multiple jobs trying to make ends meet because you know cop salaries there's just not that much money there and he was doing all these after hour security jobs i mean she literally started a security company that uh is now a multi-million dollar security company that all they do is employ off-duty police officers to go protect the freeways. They're the ones that shut down the freeways and construction's going by. But she didn't even jump out of her job until she landed a $1.5 million contract, you know, and could sustain herself. Because if you're launching a business and you haven't uh, all in or stay the fuck out, whoever said that, I like them. Um, but, but 
if if you don't have a financial cushion, and I did when I jumped, I just burned through it in six months. I mean, that's how expensive it can be to run a business. And and but if you don't have some sort of regular recurring income, you're gonna come from a mindset of you're fucking broke. And how do I do this? And and running a business costs fucking money. You have to pay people. I mean, I got 10 people that are on my team now that do various jobs and everything else. And I have to pay each one of those people. And so it's, it's, you know, you're not going to go from a police officers, a firefighters, a, a paramedic salary to paying other people. It's just not going to happen. You have to level up and evolve. So, so start a side business, grow it to meet and scale where you're at and then fucking bet on you. And then every day, every day do something that scares a pure living fuck out of you, right? Go say hi to somebody that you've never said hi to. Do a reach out to somebody who's bigger than you, you, you mentally think is bigger than you, doing more in life. Go freak yourself the fuck out because that's what it takes to evolve. And it's that willingness to constantly put yourself back up against the wall going, fuck, I know I should go say hi to that person, but they, I'm intimidated to do it. Fuck that shit. Go say hi. And, and I like you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too. I actually had a moment like that where I was like, okay, who's at the top? So I invited the president of the United States onto our show and I'm still waiting to hear back, but now I'm just working my way down the list. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, you know, I love how you say, you know, it's almost that we have the saying is get come or be comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and it's, that's how you live your life every day because if you're not getting out of your comfort zone you're never going to further yourself you're never going to broaden your horizons and what you want to do so can i ask you how would you articulate operating a business from being a first responder or military service member while you're working that full-time job and and it's saying it's okay not to be the CEO of everything and assigning those tasks to people who might be an expert in those fields. Yeah. So first thing I would tell anybody to do, if you're creating a side business and, and this is an inappropriate thing to say, but if you're creating a side business and that is the direction you want to go, fuck off at your job, do the bare fucking minimum to get by, right? Work the straight eight to five. And put in the middle. So you, when you get off that eight to five, now you can get to work on your fucking business and you have the mental capacity because it takes a lot of heavy mental lifting to do it. So do the bare minimum at your job. And for, for a lot of us, that's a hard thing to do to show up and just do the bare minimum. We're not programmed that way. But if you don't start flopping that over to putting more time, I mean, I mean, I can tell you when, when Stacy launched her business, and I'll just keep using her as an example, she'd get off at five o'clock in the afternoon and then work till two, three o'clock in the morning trying to build this other business. And that's what it takes, especially at the beginning to make this shit work. And if you're using all your mental capacity at your day job, you're not going to have it for your side job and you're going to be wore out. So what you have to go in and, and, and with that side job, especially starting out, go try everything, right? Cause you can't delegate something to anybody unless you know how to do it yourself in the first fucking place. Like when I deal with a lot of small business owners are like, I hate sales. I'm just going to delegate that and hire salespeople. I'm like, cool. It's a surefire way to fucking fail and you know, screw up your entire business. And they're like, why? I'm like, because if you can't teach somebody, how to be successful in that role, 
then you're setting them up for failure. So you've got to go learn how to do the sales side of your business before you can hand that off to somebody else. You've got to go learn enough about marketing before you can hand that shit off by somebody else. And if you're doing your own fucking books, they're going to suck. Your, your own accounting book, because look, your personal finances already fucking suck right now, right? And if you do your company finances the same way you do your personal finances, guess what? They're going to fucking match and you're going to be going paycheck to paycheck and be broke as fuck as you are now, right? So you've got to get that shit off your plate, but you've got to get a taste of it all so you know what to hand other people and get them to do. And, you know, starting off, the first thing I did is started delegating because I couldn't pay all these people to do this shit. I just found people that were into my message. It's why I started a Facebook group, right? Because people, I could find people that had talents of what I need and I'd trade them free coaching. I would trade them free, you know, podcast stuff. I would trade whatever I could to get them to help me out doing what I need to do. And that's how I started scaling was I had something they needed. They had something I needed. We bartered our ass off until I got to a point. And I evolved and leveled up beyond a lot of those early people that I started with because my biz, I, most people had trouble keeping up with my pace. Um, so, so I would take them as far as they would go. I'd thank them, bless them, hand them on to another you know, company, and then I'd find the next team to go. But it's, it's about you going, okay, I'm a business owner. I'm here. I've got to get here. Let's get to work. And, and, completely changing and forgetting a lot of things that you're currently doing as a medic, a police officer, what else, turn most of that shit off because most of that is an employee mindset of, I got to get it done. And it's a surefire way to either put your ass in a hospital or put your business out of work. Does that answer your question, bud? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I love the fact of, um, we talk about compartmentalizing life a lot when mm -hmm. you do work in one of these professions. So I think that having that as a trait that should act as something that you can lean into in order to compartmentalize that mental energy. So I think that's awesome. And I'm super curious now, Donnie. So how did you take this business and then interject it into success champions, your podcast? So um, what's, what's interesting is when I started out, all I wanted to be was a motivational speaker. That was, that was my, my goal. You know, I, as a sales trainer, I'd done a lot of stage. I've spoken on thousands of stages, most of them in training capacity. So inside of companies and, and whatnot. Um, and so I really thought that that's the direction I was going to be. What I didn't realize is without a business, you can't be a speaker. Right. Without something behind it there. I mean, you can go speak to your blue in the face, but if you're not selling shit, right, it's going to be a very long road. So um, with podcasting, we just kept adding things on. So most of the revenue for our business now comes from consulting on helping small business owners become the face of their company. So we're teaching them how do they get on podcast? How do they write their book? You know, how do they get publicity and PR out there? How do they turn on their sales automation and a marketing machine? So, but all the things my business does is because as we were scaling and figuring out the business, we were fucking up a lot. Like I had no idea how to market a podcast. I had no fucking clue what I was doing. Right. So we had to figure that out. I had no idea how to do blogs and all that. So we had to figure all that. I had no idea how to put content out. So we had to figure all that out. And all we've done now with the business is taken all the things that we fucked up along the way and learned some shit and packaged it up to sell to other people. And I tell people, you know, with my business, I can't tell you I got to sell yeah, I can take you to a seven figure business. I don't have a seven figure business yet. Right. But I can get you to where I'm at. 
right? So if, if you'll follow what we put in play and the things we'll teach, you are speaking my language, great guest. Hey, thanks for that. Um, but but if if you will will follow a laid out path, then you'll get where you want to go. And it's only because I'm teaching exactly the shit that we went through to to get here. So the podcast itself, you know, was kind of the linchpin to start everything. From there, we launched a Facebook group. The Facebook group became this freaking cool family. There's almost 900 people and they're all small business owners and they're now became this really cool family. It's kind of safe environment um, and literally thousands upon thousands of dollars are traded through there every day because it's like the most largest networking group in the world. It's kind of funny. Um, but because of that, I did a champion's happy hour, which is a live we do every Friday in there. And, you know, we get 20 to 50 people watching it and they always come up with these crazy ass ideas. So like one night, um, you know, they started saying, Hey, we need more content for you. So I'm like, fuck, I'm already putting out a ton of content. Hell I'm on TikTok now for Christ's sakes. Um, but, but, uh, I went back to the team. I'm like, okay, how the fuck do we put out more content? And one of my team members like do a magazine. I'm like, I'm not doing a magazine. There isn't a fucking soul alive who still reads magazines. Mm -hmm. And they're like, let's try it. I'm like, look, y'all put it together, right? I'll be the final editor over the whole thing. We'll give it a go. First issue came out the gate. We picked up 3,800 subscribers. Uh, second issue, we went to like 46, and I think we're almost at 6,000 subscribers in the magazine now. It's called Success Champions. You know, uh, another Champions Happy Hour, uh, one of the listeners uh, to the live was like, Hey, Donnie, I think I got a speaking engagement for you in Corpus Christi, you know, Texas, way down south on the, on the coast. I'm like, cool. Uh, that'll be in March of, you know, 2020. And as soon as she said that, I said, you know, give me all the details. Other listeners were like, Oh, you know what? I should just fly in and watch you speak. Or I should, we all should just do this big success champions meetup. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of a cool idea. Why don't we do that? And then, of course, them being smart asses, because I've got a bunch of veterans and smart asses that follow my stuff. And they're like, we'll call it DonnieCon. I'm like, no, we're not fucking <laughs> calling it DonnieCon. <laughs> um, so DonnieCon was kind of this whole idea that started. And then that evolved into what we're doing now, which is the Badass Business Summit. And we've rented out a convention center here in Fort Worth, Texas. So April 3rd, 4th, and 5th, I've got 12 of the best business development speakers in the world all converging here to teach people how to scale and grow their businesses and, and get after it. But everything we do in our business now is because the people who are following into my message, into the brand, into what we're doing as a company, trying to get to business freedom, are telling us exactly what to do. And we just keep betting on what they want and evolving. It's like we're fixing a do a 30-day sales challenge, helping people go from, you know, hardly any sales to crushing it in the sales side of things. And we're just going to take people through that journey. And, you know, it goes back to the people that are in our world and anybody who has customers fucking listen to them. They'll tell you exactly what they're looking for. They'll tell you exactly what they want. It's just a matter of you turning off the fucking ego which screws most business owners, especially with social media this day and age, um, and start giving them exactly what they're asking for. So yeah. it's it's been a fucking awesome ride. That's super awesome. And I love how 
how you're articulating the methods that you use in order to gauge the temperature of the people that you can show up for and serve the best. I can tell your passion with that. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. It's so fun. to wrap it up, Donnie, if somebody is interested in maybe starting a side business or, you know, maybe even if it's MLM or something of their own, how is it that they might be able to contact you just to ask for guidance? Do you offer any kind of clarity call or what's the process? Yeah, so always come hang out in Success Champions Facebook group. That's the easiest way to get to me. We're, we're always active. We start off every morning with a business-oriented related question and it gets a ton of engagement. Everybody loves that. Um, and then, you know, if, so you guys said compartmentalize. One of the things that I really struggled with early on in my business was that kind of work-life balance. Um, and, and just so everybody knows, work-life balance is a fucking myth. Because if you run a business, you're never going to stop thinking about it. There's just the ability to turn it off and spend time with the family when you're with the family, right? But you're still going to be thinking about the business. So don't beat yourself up and, and try and turn it off. But I put together a workbook that is free for all your followers and listeners. They can have it. All they got to do is send me a text to 817-318-6030. Send the word success to that text. And I'll send them a free, I think it's an eight-page workbook on how to find work-life balance in their life. Um, and, you know, uh, please send me a DM, send me a private message on Facebook, you know, reach out. Let's have a conversation because I have a personal vision that I want to help 10,000 small business owners get to business freedom, right? We're not here to make others rich. 80% of the revenue in the world comes from small business owners. So, so I want to help most of them because most people who run a business are fucking broke because they have no idea what the fuck they're doing. They're going paycheck to paycheck. Let's fix that shit. Let's, let's get them where they want to go. So anybody, please reach out DMS. We have courses. We have all kinds of things. We can point you in the right direction. Some of it self-paced, some of it I teach, but, but by all means, reach out and let's get you where you want to go. Awesome. Cool. Donnie, thank you so much for sharing your value, for coming in here and answering our questions and for being a beacon of light for anybody who might be hoping to venture into that CEO life. And we're so appreciative for you to be spending the sweetest day of all with us. <laughs> oh, you mean a Hallmark holiday. Got oh, it. That, that one. <laughs> and I look forward to talking with you again. So thank you so much. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me on. This was awesome. Thanks, man. Appreciate it.